Unfolding the eternal excellences, the hidden insights of the truth and the depth of the riches of wisdom and knowledge. The Bible says, I have cleansed thee by the word. I have not pointed to your weaknesses. He says, I have cleansed thee by the word. I have pointed to your strength. And this is your strength, that I am Christ in you, the hope of glory. The glory of freedom, the glimpses into eternity. The gospel is not supposed to be an assumption. It's not supposed to be just a mere presupposition. Truth is older than language, but the word of God is way deeper than any human language. And now, Apostle Grace with the word. As I was praying about this day, there had to be a moment to provoke us to prayer. Because of what God wants to do in us and for us. And only a few minutes, I want to give us the vision of what God is saying to every man of the sound of my voice. We go back to the original story of Adam. The creation of Genesis 1, 26, 27. The Bible says he created them male and female. Male and female created he them. And he said, have dominion. Subdue. Replenish the earth. Multiply. And so the responsibility was received in Genesis 1, 26, 27. But that was a spiritual work to a spirit man. Adam, Adam was not yet formed in the flesh. Do we agree? In the second chapter of Genesis, we have an experience in the seventh verse where the Lord formed out of dust a man and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life and he became a living soul. That was his physical manifestation following what God had already created in Genesis 1.26.27. And in the 8th verse, God planted a garden eastward in Eden and he put man whom he formed. The Bible says, and out of the ground made all things to grow. Pleasant for the sight of man. Good for food. And the tree of life. And alongside that, the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. You're going to read the rest of the things. We skip to 15th verse. And God took this man put him into the garden to dress it and keep it. And he told him, he commanded him saying, of every tree of the garden, thou you may freely eat. But of the tree of good and evil, thou shall not eat it. For in the day you shall eat it, you shall surely die. Listen to what God is saying. He tells man, plants him in a garden, he has breathed into him the breath of life, he has become a living soul, he takes him into the garden to dress it, he tells him, eat of every tree except the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Otherwise, you can eat of every tree. That was the first commandment to man. And the moment God commands man. The moment he instills a command. The moment he provokes a law. The next verse. And the Lord said. It is not good. That man. Should be alone. 
Does that ring a bell? No problem. Let me give you a simple example. A father gets a son and tells him, My son, I'm going to send you on a long journey. And on that journey, you're going to go through four or five streets. And I know that you're going to find a house of my old friend called George. And in that household, you have very great friends. You can visit anyone on that journey, but don't go to George's house. I have my reasons. Okay? okay. Then the son says, okay. And immediately the father sets him out to go. As he's going, he says, wait. It is not good for you to go alone. What does that mean? Does somebody understand what I'm saying? It means he does not trust this son has enough wisdom and control not to enter the house of George so he needs to find him a helper who when they get to the point of entering George's house you say hey your father refused to enter that house no 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 read it you shall eat of every tree in the garden. But of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, thou shalt not eat of it. For in the day you shall eat it, you will surely die. It is not good. Next verse. You mess it up. Are you following? He'll mess it up. He'll mess assignment up. He'll mess mandate up. He'll mess vision up. It is not good that it should be alone. Verses 19. Out of the ground, because now he says, we are all agreeable that this man is going to mess it up. We need somebody to help him so he does not mess it up. So, out of the ground, the Bible says, God formed every beast of the field, every fowl of the air, and brought it to Adam to see how he would call it. And everything, the Bible says that Adam named, it was so rich to be he named everything. But the scripture says in verses 20, there was not found a help meet for him. Nothing out of the ground would help him. Are you following? And the next verse, the Bible says, the Lord caused that deep to fall upon Adam and he slept and he took one of his ribs and closed up the flesh and the rib which the Lord had taken from man made he a woman he created a woman and brought her to the man and Adam said this is now born of my bones, flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman because she was taken out of me. We discover that there was nothing God would ever create outside Adam that would ever help him. Yet what he needs to help Adam can only be found in him. Who has understood what I just said? We discover by scripture he creates man and says it is not good. What I have given you for command and mandate you are going to mess up. You cannot do this alone. I'm going to get you a helper who on that journey will help you not to screw up. And then he goes in the ground to look for life that can help this man. And he created every kind of animal and it could not help. The Bible says Adam was never found. That means 
He went talking to every creature, checking every creature. And remember, God gave him the opportunity to name it. That means he had the opportunity. He had the legal right to place a command on a certain animal to answer him a certain way. Because the power on him, the Bible is clear. Whatever he named an animal, it was so. Because if you don't understand this, you'll never understand the mystery of the serpent. Because among all the creatures that you've ever read in scripture, there was one thing that would speak. Some people blame Adam. But what if it was you? And you found an animal speaking to you. You're used to human beings talking. But imagine an animal appealing to your intellect, communicating to you, telling you the things you don't know. It comes in the garden like it knows what you don't know. Did God say that if you eat of this fruit you shall surely die? The first question is, where was it when God was speaking to me? How was this creature? And here is a mystery. Adam named Adam Yatuma. So Adam Let me tell you. If a prophet can sit on a donkey and he gets mad and beats it and forces it and the anointing on him provokes the donkey to speak. You'll be amazed what we can name things and what they can do if we name them right. Somebody shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's a very high frequency. Not many people are awakened to command things. But the master you saw talked to trees and trees talked back. The Bible says he walks to a fig tree seeking to find and he finds no food. And he answered it. That means it spoke and told him I will not give you fruit because it's not my season. Otherwise it would be stupid of Jesus to answer something that doesn't talk. When you understand this, you learn to communicate to things as though they hear you. No, the gospel is foolishness. Somebody shout hallelujah. Shout glory to God. Now, back to our issue here. So he names them. I'm sure he named the serpent serpent. And gave it utterance. That's why in judgment, the serpent does not speak again. That was the one thing Adam named wrong. For something to speak to his intellect. Yet with darkness in the heart. You understand what I'm saying? Anyway, so God says, He creates these animals. Adam names them. But with every name, he could have ever given. I believe it was connected to his need and provision. Do you agree? He called a cow a cow. Everything was to the advantage of Adam. Nothing in Eden was against Adam. Do you agree? So he named everything to agree and provide for his vision. And when he searched the total sum of whatever he could name from intellect, there was still nothing sufficient to help him. Why? Because it was formed from the dust. He's saying, regardless of the language that these things have, if their nature is compromised or is different from what I have, they cannot minister to me. Regardless of how much I name them, or they are able to provide for me, they cannot 
So God says, okay. Let me enter this man. But to get in him, I have to put him into a deep man. I have to disconnect him from purpose. Who understands what I'm saying? No, go back to scripture and understand why God speaks to men in dreams. The Bible says he speaks to them in a dream or in a vision at night. When deep sleep falleth upon them in slumberings upon the bed, Job 33 verse 16, he opens the ears of men and sealeth their instruction that he may withdraw man from purpose and pride. That he had to be rid of his purpose and the pride or exaltation that should come for him naming right. Because he sees the conflict. And the conflict is, I am naming a sin that has no connection with me. And when God needs to create for Adam, he does not go outside or does not touch the outside of Adam. He goes inside Adam and then goes into his rib, opens it, removes it, seals him, creates a woman. And when she appears, Adam now says, now, this is born of my bone, flesh of my flesh. That means the critical faculty in Adam was provoked to seek for help from something that connects from that which is within him. Somebody shout hallelujah. hallelujah. That means you can never truly lead without creating from within you. You can never dream without creating from within you. You can never invent. You can never innovate. You can never evolve if you're not gotten into. That's the essence of education. The Latin word educare to go within a man and mold without by going within. God has not created you as a man to live from out. I don't know who I'm talking to. I said God has not created you to live without. Oh, no help is sufficient if it comes from without. That's how God made us. That's how God made us. And he knew we could not go inside us. <laughs> Our egos would not allow us. Our pride would not allow us. Our masculinity would not allow us because it would wound us. Hmm. So in his infinite wisdom, he puts us to sleep so we would not feel the wound and goes within us and then creates somebody bone of our bone, flesh of our flesh. When they come out, this should be the helper. I'm talking to men who have dreams that have not yet been interpreted. I'm talking to people who check themselves every day and say, I feel something inside me has not yet been cut out. And neither do I have the ability to cut out. But when I look inside and I see what's outside me, I see that there's a contradiction. There is a conflict. You know, I don't take it over to you either feel it or not. Have you ever been there?
but I can't wound myself. Because there's practically no way I can cut it because it seems to be interconnected with a system that makes me leave. That if I do it my way, am I doing wrong? A certain sort of death must happen for God to get certain things out of you. I don't know whether you understand what I'm saying. You not died. You not yet given back. That's why the mystery of the new birth Paul calls death sleep. If it's the language of the new birth, then by divine wisdom, God killed Adam. Let me tell you, this a few people can understand, but the God dream in your life can never come out until you are cut. Until you are put to some sort of sleep. And that's not anything that can happen on a surgeon's knife. Because what the surgeon can do is surface. You know, many people don't understand that, that everything in this world has surfaces, has layers. That is why we have a word called core. What is the core? You have a body. That's one surface. You have a soul. That's another surface. You are a spirit. That's your deepest surface. That is called core. Who understands what I'm saying? When you go to a doctor and he takes your blood and he says that you're suffering from this disease, that's an opinion. Truly. But from the surface. When you go in an x-ray and they say that they found this swelling on your life, that is a surface. So there are dimensions even to the surface. Your skin is a surface. Your blood is a surface. Your muscles are a surface. Your inward which you cannot see. They are hidden, but they are still surface. Yet the Bible tells you that bad words, negative words, make the bones sick. Now imagine that bad words, if you're spoken, you speak bad words. All bad words are spoken on your life. Those are not surface. They are coming from inside the man's soul. I am failing. I'm going to die. And you speak those things in your heart. Your body can start falling. Sick. But the disease that you're dealing with surface came from a deeper place. Core. Do you understand what I'm saying? Now, leave human beings and go to the world. Surface. Everything you see is surface. And the Bible says that by faith we understand that the things which are surface were brought about by things which are not surface. Do you understand? That means everything that is on surface can be changed by a deeper law from the core. That is why in Romans 8 he says, if you by the spirit core kill the transactions of the body surface, you will surely leave but if you live according to the surface, flesh, you will surely die. God has not called man to live from the surface. And nothing created from the surface can help you. 
If you've understood the shout, amen. Nothing from outside can help you. Nothing from the flesh can help you. And he creates everything that should help you. That's why he said, okay. I can't create from the surface. Let me go into this man. And remove a rib. Cut it out. And then create. But yet. If you're a deeper reader. Even that was suffered. Bone of his bones. Flesh of his flesh. Who is understanding what I'm saying? Bone of his bone. Flesh of his flesh. Was also suffered. That is why she could fail. Do you understand what I'm saying? That's why she could fail. That part of her. Paul calls them weaker vessels. That part. Not the holistic woman. That's why even after the fall. The moment. Adam and Eve fall. Adam, Adam calls her Eve. Adam, he changes the name from surface. He says, I'll call a woman because she came out of me. Bone of my bone, flesh of my flesh. The moment Adam fell, Adam, he changed her name, left her surface and went to her core. And the Bible says, and Adam called his wife Eve, meaning mother of the living. That means this essence that I must by or with reproduce. I must name it right. To get the core of redemption. Because God said that it is her seed that shall crush the head of a serpent. Somebody shout hallelujah. hallelujah. If you have understood me, shout amen. That is why this is so deep a mystery. That later on marriage becomes Christ and the church. So, it began from Adam. Now, let me go to the last point. And it means to interpret the God dream on you, God has to get it from within you. And the wound that cuts that out would kill it if you did it. Yourself would kill you forever if you did it. Only he can do that. But even deeper, God is not looking for the surface. Although to this level, it was from within. But God was looking for the core. And Adam sees it. After she makes a mistake, he realizes, oh, I named her wrong. In the first place, why I would fail was because I was flesh and blood. Who understands what I'm saying? But God in Revelation is saying that the seed of the woman he didn't say the woman no, he's saying the core of the woman shall crush the head of the serpent. Now, I'm not talking about women physical. That's why in Christ there is neither Jew nor Gentile, neither male nor female. Because in the New Testament, they become one with him. And we have to go to the definition of the core. This is what Adam discovered. And says, ah, this one has failed. I can't 
put seed in this genome. I need to change its name. No, you read. Verses 19. Read verses 19. That's the last judgment. In the sweat of your face, you shall eat bread till you return unto the ground. For out of the ground you are taken and out of the ground you return. He has judged the woman before. And after judging them, Adam turns. And he called his wife. You are Eve. Is it a coincidence? He's looking for the call. But never forget, it was the call that was within him. It began with God entering inside. He had just not yet gotten the revelation of what God got out. He saw the surface and called it his surface depending on where you are spiritually. Like I said, even your kidneys can become surface because a physical eye can see them. Are you following what I'm saying? He says, this is the mother of the living. He names her. And God began human life as we know it. Without that naming, Adam saw that creation might carry conflict. Are you following what I'm saying? Only God only God can cut out the cold. No amount of education. No theology. No Bible school. No prayer mountain. No association. Only God. No, I'm not talking about becoming something. No. I'm talking about the power to bring forth the God dream on your life. So, in the New Testament, the death we really die is to get to the in what, what Paul called treasure earthen vessels that the excellence of power might be of God who has understood what I just said. This is what I want to say to you. The Lord said to me, today, today, I want to cut out certain things. I want to cut out certain cause. I want to cut out what will help you because I know that if you go like you are, you will mess it up. If I cut the surface, you'll still mess it up. If I create out of your surface, you'll still mess it up. I need to cut where no man can cut to your core. Why you why still alive? Why of all men in the world? You had programs today. And why are you the one listening to me? Agreeing with everything I am saying. Why did God choose you? What is God up to with your life? And this is what the Lord told Today, I want to put a few men to sleep. That I'll cut out their help. If you think I'm talking about women, you have something on you. Who has understood what I just said? That is the prayer we are going to make. God bring out what I feel inside. Some pastors understand what I'm saying. You dream standing before multitudes. Why was it me getting that? To say that there is something such. You're just. 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 You're
just heard was brought to you by Fenero Ministries International. For more information, contact us on telephone number 041-466-4291 or email us at fenerocompala at gmail.com. You can also find us on the web at www.fenero.org. Or better still, feel free to join us every Thursday for our weekly fellowships at Uma Multipurpose Hall from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. You can also catch the live stream at livestream.com slash Fenero. Fenero. Make manifest.